you know, it does take a really, really strong guy to handle a strong woman. Like yeah. you said, like I, a lot of guys are intimidated and a lot of guys, you know, even being on the internet in a bikini for, you know, a lot of guys is a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, I've had guys before, like have a weird thing about my Instagram or like think that like, you know, it, it's like the concept of it, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Versus the reality of, you know, I'm just sharing my life. And yeah, there's a lot of people watching. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I think it, it does take a really strong man and also like a strong relationship. But ultimately, that's what you want anyway. So yeah. um, that's what I would say for any, you know, girls out there who are trying to do their own business and trying to be, you know, boss babe, like, you know, if a guy is not down with that or has a problem, then you need to like take a picture. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, you know, at what, at le- what point do you have to change yourself to, uh, because you know this and I know this, there's no way of pushing this energy down. I, this is how <laughs> I am built and you either love it or you don't. And I, I can't, I can't personally be with someone who doesn't appreciate how much I strive for. And I definitely do always want to sometimes take a back seat and let someone else be driving. But I, I drive. I like to drive. So that's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> All right. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Revamp Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Hepner, sponsored by Bulletproof Coffee. Use code VAMPED15 to get 15% off the entire store all throughout 2021. And today, our guest is a badass. I love seeing girls thrive and being an athlete. We have on Anastasia Ashley today, and we talk about passion. And I think more than ever this year, this is when you get to hone in on your passions. The world is shut off. You get to focus, and you get to really understand what makes you thrive in the world. So I loved that we talked about why she loves surfing so much, why it was her passion for so long, and how she now monetizes it. So let's get into the episode. The Revamped Podcast, hosted by Lindsay Hepner. Rebuilding the Digital Entrepreneur. Well, guys, I'm so excited. Today, we have Anastasia Ashley on the show, and I grew up surfing, so just having you on the show today is so awesome because I get to vibe with you about one of my favorite sports, and Anastasia, can you say hi to the audience? Hi. I'm stoked to be on the show, too. I'm a big fan. I've watched a lot of episodes, so... um, I'm so to be uh, chatting with you. I'm sorry. And I wish, you know, in the future we can be together, but for the time being, we'll, we're uh, virtual, which yeah. is kind of fun too. Uh, the last time I saw Anastasia, we were in Art Basel in Miami and it was my first experience being there during that time. And I just loved the culture of it because it's art and it's creative and so we had a really good time where where were we that night we were like at some party or something right 
You know, I can't even remember the hotel because it was like, I remember it was a fun night though. Like, yeah. I remember I saw you. Yeah, like, what's up? Let's do this. And I think we were going to like go somewhere after. And I think I might have ended up going home or maybe you did. And like, you know, it, that's yeah. a kind of a typical storyline for like a lot of my friends. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's keep going. And then I like go home or I, you know, go back to home and like just pass out. Yeah. He wants to be I'm like done, you know. I think that after I saw you, I went home and passed out. I was like, that was yeah, enough for it me. Was, I don't know. Like, I remember there was like big talks of plans, and then it was like, <laughs> and then nothing. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was a good. It was a good night though. But yes. I can't remember what party or like event. Like it, it was something fun though. I mean, it, it was. And it's it's crazy now too because it seems like another world yes i know know, like we're talking about like history now we're talking about that doesn't happen anymore so what for everyone that's listening can you give us a little quick background on you and obviously i know your background but for anyone who doesn't know yeah, sure. Um, for anyone who doesn't know me, which is assuming a lot of people here, um, I grew up surfing. It's been my passion. I've competed, you know, up, you know, for about 15 years of my life, 20 years. And now I don't compete anymore. Um, I do selective events and stuff like that, but, um, I'm lucky enough to translate my passion. That has always been surfing, whether it be on a competitive scale to just doing content and surf content and traveling and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, I just like to have fun. And the Internet has really, in the last couple of years, provided me to, in a way, keep my career going and doing new things and really just having fun and doing what I ultimately love, which is traveling, surfing and (laughs) being with people. Yeah, you know what's really interesting, Anastasia, when I met you a long time ago, I really felt like you were changing the game in the surf culture. Like, I almost felt like you were one of the very first people that really gravitated towards social media and was like, hey, I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, get the plant closer. No, I don't. <laughs> this for purposes, but I think hitting me in the face. Yeah, I felt like you were one of the very first surf, well, even even with the boys, like you were the first one that I saw thriving in social media. Like you understood the platform uh, like light years ahead of a lot of other people and how you didn't have to really travel anymore and compete and you could be your own entrepreneur and have your passion still, but also have different uh, revenue streams of you know, money filtering through. Do you think, do you feel the same way about when you, when you moved over to Instagram? Yeah, totally. I mean, for me, like Instagram just kind of happened. I was really early on the platform. I've always been like a big computer nerd geek. I'm like pretty geeky in a way. So I was on Twitter in like 2009. I was on MySpace. I had like 20,000 friends on MySpace. So like I definitely like knew um, that, you know, there are these platforms that you could have followers and stuff, but I never really knew that you could like monetize them. And when I think what, oh, there's my cat in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, 
me, um, for me, uh, you know, I'd say around Instagram, I got on Instagram like, you know, 2011, 2012 and started monetizing like 2013. And I think the first time I did like a paid gig and I think actually we worked together on some of the really like early yeah. stuff. Yeah. I remember being like, wow, like someone wants to pay me to like take a picture um, even on my iPhone and post it. And I think when I saw that happen, I was like, okay, this is real. Um, this is a new way of sponsorship, which as you said at the time, a lot of surfers were doing these long-term deals like myself. Um, and they wouldn't do a one-off deal. Like mm-hmm. people were like, no way. Mm-hmm. I kind of actually, you know, struggled with that in the beginning too, because a lot of people were like, oh, you're not authentic. You're working with so many different brands. You're doing this and that. And really, uh, when I broke it down and thought about it, I was like, no, this is actually more authentic because I use where, you know, even travel, you know, in my everyday life, you use so many different brands and products. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's almost comical to think if you're a surfer, you're only going to wear your one sponsored brand. You're not. Most surfers, unless they're, you know, most surfers, unless they're on a photo shoot or at an event, they're wearing other brands. And so I always was like, you know, looking at people who were fashion bloggers who were, you know, mixing high-end with low-end and all these different brands. And it's true, even from beauty to lifestyle to clothing, like you use, I use 50, 100 brands a day. So um, definitely I had some pushback in the beginning and I definitely was like, you know, um, a little frowned upon. And then now it's everyone's, yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants Instagram deals. Everyone wants the one-offs and um, people think it's cool. And it is cool because, you know, my theory has always been too, this is a brand that wants to get behind someone in the surf world Mm -hmm. and let's, let's support them. They want to support us, support them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I feel like that has been such a weird thing to even say because like obviously your passion is surfing and you want to stay authentic to that but switching platforms to where you can thrive a little bit more on like what you really use and be a little bit transparent about okay I use this toothpaste I use that because I do see that I do see that when you're a surfer you have one brand and you have to wear it all the time and you might not even like it you know, but you still have yeah, this long, I, hectic, cr- like crazy contract that you you don't want to screw up, you know. So you did pivot in the way where you're like, I want to be even more authentic. Like I do have multiple things. I do do that. So it, it's funny that people looked down upon it. But, you know, it's funny. Usually those people are the ones that are like, damn it. I wish I thought, you know, what, how she thought, yeah, you yeah. know. Well, the surf industry is definitely like pretty dated for the most part. I mean, they're, they're coming along and like for women now too, like it's, it's blowing up. It's Mm -hmm. like going crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting to see. And it's exciting to see that brands are wanting to, like I said, sponsor surfers or promote surfing or work with surfers, no matter what capacity. That's, that's how I think. So, and for okay so i wanted to talk really dive deep into your passion of surfing and and what it really means to you to have and be passionate about something especially in a very dominant male world 
you know, how, how did you break? I look at you as like one of those people that broke, you know, the, the typical, uh, I guess the typical thinking of surfing. I feel like you're the first girl that broke that. Like, look over here. We can do this differently. And you just went after something you loved so much. And how how do you feel about that? Like, what it what was those strides to to getting there? Yeah, for me, like surfing's just always been my life, and it's been my dream just to surf and travel ever since I've been a little girl. So. I definitely like, you know, dedicated 10,000 hours plus, you know, I can't even count how many hours I've spent in the water or training growing up. Um, just my heart and soul and everything just going into this one thing. And, you know, when I started, it wasn't cool. It wasn't trendy, you know, like, um, I also, you know, had to do the sponsorship thing before Instagram, which was like, very crazy because, you know, I remember like making pitch decks and, you know, a lot of my, um, pitches or, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff I do now I've been doing already for 20 years, but just on different platforms mm-hmm. or different you know, things The the nice thing, you know, growing up for me, I'd always like beg for the surf magazines to run my pictures. I was like, <laughs> I need the exposure. Otherwise I can't have the sponsors oh, and I can't, mm-hmm. if I don't have the sponsors and I can't travel, um, I can't travel, I can't compete, you know, it's, it's this whole cycle. So, so that, I was always like, you know, that was actually, uh, sorry to cut you off, but that actually was pushing you to stay with your passion, right? Getting into these magazines and making sure you were relevant and keeping up this momentum was actually keeping you to travel, make money and keep thriving in what you're good at. So, so, yeah, no. so social media actually was kind of a breath of fresh air because aren't you being able to do whatever you want now and you still get paid and you don't have to focus on that one sponsor to decide your life per se? Yeah. Yeah. No, social media has been great for me because instead of me begging, you know, for a surf magazine to run my pictures, I can publish them myself. And I think that's been a game changer in social media in a lot of industries that you don't have to depend on big, you know, corporations to get that reach if Mm -hmm. you do have an audience. And so I've been so thankful for that. And, you know, I'm just happy people enjoy, you know, watching what I do and Hopefully I keep it interesting. Oh my gosh, you're so, <laughs> but, uh, my gosh, you're so fun to watch surfing. You're just hot for one and you got the cutest little booty. And then so, Ugh. and then you're just an athlete. So it's like such a sick package that you put together, but also too, oh, like, you're welcome. You're so cute. Um, I also want to know, you know, because of Instagram and social media, now that you can surf, travel, do all these things that you want to do, what has also stemmed out of this, like the revenue of like the revenue streams of your business? Like what else have you dived deep into? Cause now you have everything at your fingertips. Yeah. So, you know, to be honest, I'm still kind of figuring all of that out. Like, you know, I think my last couple years I've been so busy and always on the go traveling. And now, um, you know, with 2020, you know, being at home for the most part, um, I've kind of had those moments where I'm starting to think, okay, what are my next steps? Like mm-hmm. what, 
do I do with all this? And I think that's what a lot of people are doing right now, because especially people who worked in the travel space <laughs> that were used to being on the road, like 250 days a year, um, even, you know, before Instagram, all that stuff too, I was traveling competing. So, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. me and any surfer too, as well this past year, I think a lot of people had, you know, time to really start thinking about other things and, where to go. So I, I don't know yet. So we'll see. Hopefully something exciting. <laughs> well, the the great thing about your industry is the ocean is never going to leave. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's always going to be there at some like somewhere in the world. So you still have that. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm trust me, I'm very content with spending all my days and free time um, at the, in the ocean. Yeah, like, it doesn't even just on the beach in the water like swimming stand-up paddling anything on a boat anything just Uh, like water oh well i i'm super jealous because i feel like i haven't really got to see the ocean as much as i want to but um i also want i know i know i have to force myself to go do it but i also wanted to ask you you have been dating your man for a very long time and i know you guys are in uh you're engaged um I want, I want to know, and I want everyone else to know, because, you know, me and you kind of have the same, I feel like we have the same projection on Instagram that, you know, we own our own businesses, we do our own thing, you know, and a lot of times in this new world of girl boss, you know, that can be very, very intimidating to a lot of men, you know, and, you know, traditionally men are the breadwinners and they're supposed to provide and, and, and do all that. So I wanted to know, you know, through, you know, keeping your passion in surfing, how did, how did that translate into the passion of having a relationship and having a really strong core relationship? Because a lot of women have a struggle you know, with the power struggle and, and how do you keep the respect in the relationship during, during all that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think definitely finding someone who is a great partner, number one is very lucky and also very key. Um, because I think when you meet the right person that, you know, understands who you are as a person and, you know, respects also like your passions and your goals um, and saying that you can reciprocate back to them that, you know, it's just kind of easy. I mean, no relationships are easy always, but um, yeah, you know, I'd say I just, I got really lucky. Um, You know, my fiance is in training to be a vascular surgeon, which also is something that, you know, keeps him very, very, very busy. I, I would say you know, if I ever wanted to have a day where I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, say a year ago or two years ago where I was on the road traveling, working, like, nonstop, like, his work is way harder. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think, um, you know, that's also made it easy, too, because I also understand, you know, for him, you know, I'm, like, you know, work as hard as you need to for your goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is the same for me. So it just works. But I do think, you know, it does take a really, really strong guy to handle a strong woman. Like you said, like I, a lot of guys are intimidated and a lot of guys, you know, even being on the internet in a bikini for, you know, a lot of guys, (laughs) is a lot. Like, you know, I've had guys before like 
have a weird thing about my Instagram or like think that like, you know, it, it's like the concept of it is crazy mm-hmm. um, versus the reality of, you know, I'm just sharing my life. And yeah, there's a lot of people watching, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I think it, it does take a really strong man and also like a strong relationship, but ultimately that's what you want anyway. So yeah. um, that's what I would say for any, you know, girls out there who are trying to do their own business and trying to be, you know, boss babe, like, you know, if a guy is not down with that or has a problem, then you need to like take a good break. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, at what, at le- what point do you have to change yourself to, uh, because you know this and I know this, there's no way of pushing this energy down. I, this is how I am built and you either love it or you don't. And I, I can't, I can't personally be with someone who doesn't appreciate how much I strive for. And I definitely do always want to sometimes take a back seat and let someone else be driving. But I, I drive. I like to drive. So that's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, that is one of your most attractive qualities, in my opinion. Oh. And, you know, if like, again, if someone doesn't see that or value that, like, then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Bye. See ya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So so what, since we've been inside and, and, you know, obviously we've had a long time to like really understand that we have to rethink and reevaluate in this space, like what we're going to do, you know, I've been talking to so many different people and how they're pivoting. What is your future plans for your passion, which is surfing? What, what is, what is that looking like? Yeah, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out. I, you know, I would love to do eventually, like, maybe a surf shop or even, like, a tiki bar. Just something that's, like, in proximity to the beach. Yeah. Um, I think, especially after coming out of COVID and everything, like, I think people are going to want to be together and be doing stuff. And I think even for me during this time, like, I've never had more of an appreciation for surfing and being outdoors and working out and fitness and you know, and like having fun, like, and I think it's also kind of, you know, shaping people's habits too. So it's like, you know, I feel like surfing has gone up, you know, the amount of surfers in the last year has gone crazy too. So there could be some really interesting opportunities um, for doing something in that space, which I'm really excited about because, I know, doesn't want to Yeah, I agree with you. Actually, I've seen more people try to learn how to surf more than ever because they're like, okay, I can be in the ocean by myself. I can go and try something that's not closed. You know, most places, the beach isn't closed. So it is a great opportunity. And it's, and it's social distance, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, you can go paddle down and it's free, you know, besides buying the gear, but you know, maybe some beach parking, but you know, you can go out and swim in the water for free, which is pretty awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I personally, personally would love for you to open up like a tiki shop or can you, can it be in orange County yeah. though? So I can actually go to it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. I think I think it also needs one. You know, they don't have enough surf shops there, but they, <laughs> Or in a surf shop or something like along that line. Oh, I, I can I see. 
Yeah, I can see you doing that, Anastasia, for sure. I think you should look into it. It'd be really cool. See a girl do it. We'll talk. Yeah. So we have so we have a lightning round after every single episode. Um, so this kind of gets us to know you a little bit better. But uh, what? Oh, gosh, I love this question. What's the best wave you've ever surfed? Ooh, hard one. Um, you know, probably being just on the North Shore of Oahu somewhere. Like there's so many good waves there. And it's hard to pick just like one. What what I'd say What's the um how how high was it? Because I know North Shore gets pretty big. Yeah, I would say like my ideal, you know, perfect wave is probably like you know four to six feet, maybe six eight. North Shore, you know, uh, V Land. Oh yes, V Land. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's actually I'm gonna I'm gonna add a follow up question to that. What is the biggest wave you've ever surfed? Okay, yeah. Um the biggest wave I've ever surfed is probably about twenty five feet. What? So What? Yeah. When I was younger I definitely pushed the limits a little more than I do now, but not to say that's out of, you know, my future for the time being. But Oh my gosh, um, that's insane. I, I can't even, uh, that's crazy. That's like in, in terms of like story, like a building, like how many stories is that? So people can kind of like look at that. You know, I think I, so ask me, I think it's the size of like a telephone pole. Oh. I don't know how many stories that would be, but yeah, it's a good, that's a good question. Cause I think, you know, the funny thing with surf waves is that, you know, there's a lot of different ways to Mm-hmm. So, um, I like that you 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 know to break up like okay <laughs> yeah for, for scale, like where do you end up yeah so, I think it's well either way yeah. twenty feet is huge I mean I get yeah, scared was, by four yeah. yeah yeah oh it was scary I'll say I look at the footage and I'm like oh. <laughs> Wow, because okay. I didn't even realize even how big the waves were because when you catch a wave that big, yeah, you're catching it before it's actually like, mm-hmm. like so it's it's definitely pretty scary. Yeah, no, you're you're a girl, you're a boss. I mean, that's that just right there shows how much passion you have for it to like face that kind of fear because that that's a fearless mentality. You're just going out and getting it. Especially, yeah. especially in, in North Shore, because there's, there's reef. So you have also that, like, if you eat shit, there's the reef. For me, it's, like, scary no matter what it is, because I've seen people get hurt on, like, a two-foot wave, mm. and I've seen people get hurt on a 20-foot wave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you know, surfing is definitely one of those things. It's unpredictable. It's yeah. crazy, but that's kind of what makes it fun. Yeah, you got to have that like spirit of like enjoying it no matter what. So, cats or dogs? Obviously. Uh. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I have a cat. I've always been a cat person, but I love dogs too. So, I would say both. Do you have one? You don't have a dog. You just have a cat? No, I don't have a dog, but I'm obsessed with like Pomeranians and I like, you know, like any, any, dog that's like 
a cute fluffy thing. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> You're in. I, I want a dog very badly. And actually during 2020, I was very close to adopting one. But again, I want to make sure that I can be there and take care of it. Cats are a little easier. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I got a dog during uh, during this time. And honestly, it's been I don't even know what life is without my dog. Uh, that's how extreme it's been. So I'm like, do I want more? Do I want a baby? Like, like I'm in those that's questions. Where, that's where I think it's like, you know, not only do I want a dog, I want a guinea pig. I want a rabbit. I want like, everything. I want, like, eventually, I think I'm going to have like one of everything. Like, mm-hmm. I love like the kind of gas cats or dogs. It's like, well, I actually love everything <laughs> well you you have the perfect lifestyle i think to have like a farm and then have the beach i i feel like that would be yeah. the most epic lifestyle for you and our last oh, question yeah. I, I mean, that, that could go along with what, what do i have plans for next well you know i'm gonna start an animal rescue and just you know do it please not ever not ever let anyone actually adopt the animals just yeah <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. just accumulate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So last one, sleep in or wake up early? Ooh, these are tough. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say both too. I mean, like I'm one of those people that I try to get up every morning no matter if I have nothing to do. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, after like a big night, like I'm sleeping in, like you know, and. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things where it's like finding the balance and, you know, um, so, you know, why, why pick both? Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, it dep- depends on what you did the night before, but isn't, yeah, is it normally, well, what time do you wake up for surfing? Because I always feel like surfing's the best in the morning because it's super glassy. There's not wind, you know? Yeah, no, it's Exactly. So, like, I grew up getting up every morning at, like, 5 or 6, um, driving around, you know, like, going to spot to spot, doing gong patrols. So, it is, like, now nice, you know, if I want to sleep in, I sleep in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there is nothing better, though, from having one of those days where you get up early and you're out in the water and you're watching the sunrise or oh. working out or something productive that you love doing yeah and mornings where you're like okay i already did x amount by (laughs) nine o'clock yeah and that that feeling is pretty amazing so i'd actually probably say getting up early okay i i knew it i knew it because i mean your passion is surfing so you have to at least enjoy waking up early to do that yeah it's part of the process you know and like i'm a big coffee person too so it's like Getting out, having that first cup of coffee, and then, you know, that is pretty, pretty great. So, so what would you say to the audience who is out there trying to really hone in on their passion and try to, trying to monetize it? What would you say to them? You know, I, this is an interesting, you know, this is like an interesting one for me because when I started to do my passion, I never really monetized. Um, and that was like that for a really long time. Like even when I 
was competing and, you know, first term pro, like all the money I made just went back into surfing or training or traveling. And so it was never for me about the money. It was always about what I love doing. Mm -hmm. And I really do think to anyone who does have a passion and they want to turn it into things is I think being creative, um, looking outside the box and also like, you know, I think something to look is look, look at people previously. I mean, you, some industries and fields, it's kind of hard to like, you know, look at what someone else is doing, but you know, you can learn from other people's mistakes and you can also see like where they did good and where they did bad and kind of, try to make up your own little path in that. But I think overall, just being creative, um, you know, I think we're going into a time right now where there's so much opportunity for so many different things. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where it's like people do have um, life-changing moments. And, you know, I it's, it's one of those things where it's like keep trying, keep trying. And I think what makes – you know, having a passion and if you really are truly passionate about something, I think what separates that than just, you know, trying something and seeing if it works is that you'll stick with it longer mm-hmm. because you actually enjoy doing it versus, you know, oh, I'm just doing this to try totally. to, you know. And so, like, because I think in anything you do, there's going to be good days and then there's going to be bad days. Like, yeah. I've had so many bad days and that's one thing that, like, you know, um, on Instagram, a lot of people, you don't see the bad days. You don't see yeah. all the hard work that goes in behind, you know, you posting on this amazing trip. You don't see the lead up to that. You know, a lot of people just see the like really picturesque moments and think, okay, that's, that's it. When no, yeah. like, you know, like a lot of stuff happened to get to that point and, you know, and, and so on. So I think also too being realistic, knowing like, no matter what you do, you're going to have good days and bad yeah. days. And maybe you have bad days for a while. And then eventually, you know, hopefully those good days happen. And I think, like, you know, again, like, I think that's what having a passion and really, like, believing in yourself, it sounds, you know, a little. I, no, no. You know, you know, like, really, like, believing in it, too, because I, I have a lot of friends and people I know that are so talented and mm-hmm. have so much um, opportunity. And if they don't see that in themselves either, then no one else is going to believe it. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that's another really important thing that people got to realize and remember is that, you know, maybe, you know, you've got to, you know, fake it till you make it a little bit and really um, believe in yourself and, you know, hopefully your passion and, what you want to do works out. I I agree with you on so many levels of that because just as you being an example of it, no matter what, even though you had good days and bad days, at the end of the day, you still want to go back out there and surf. You know, you still love it. You still like live and breathe it. So it is important to, if you want to make your passion a career, just remember it's probably the best thing for you longevity because no matter if you have a bad day, you're going to have a bad day anyways at work doing it something you hate yeah. At, yeah at least do it 
to something that you actually enjoy. Then if you have a bad day, you're like, okay, I can get past that. I'm still going back to what I love to do, you know, tomorrow. So I, I agree. I think, I think follow your passion is, is super important and first love it. And then second, if you can monetize it, oh my God, how amazing is that to monetize what you already love to do? So, yeah. And I think, I think there's a lot of um, focus too on people turning their passions into monetization, you know, mm-hmm. making money, monetization and stuff. And I actually think there's a really great thing to be said that, you know what, it's fine to have a job that is your career or job and yeah. then still keep your passions. Like there's no harm in that because I think it's like at the end of the day, like whatever you do that allows you to do your passions, mm. do it. Mm, yes, that's good. I like that. Have both. Ha- find yeah, find a like- way to have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, Anastasia, I mean, you seem like you're always thriving. I love watching you surf online. And where can everyone find you? What What's the, your handles? Yeah, so I'm just, my name, Anastasia Ashley, on pretty much every platform. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, um, you know, those are probably my big ones. So yeah, follow me there. Amazing. And yeah, I, it was so good talking to you. It's been a really long time and I, I know it. I know. It, it, I it, <laughs> Yeah, I I hope soon I get to see you in person. Hopefully soon. Yeah, but thank you so much for coming on and just talking with us. Um, We love to see you thrive. I I, I say we because we all support each other on this podcast. So we love to see you thrive, girl. Thank you. I love to see you thrive too. Like I said, I'm a big fan. So I was very excited to be on. I've loved your episode so far. Oh, thank you. Thank you. uh, Yeah, no, you do a great job of this. Oh, thank you. And I definitely think, you know, the podcast space is really cool and interesting. And I've in the last 2020 gotten way more interested in, you know, hearing people's voices. Yeah. There's a bit of learning for me or like, you know, like conditioning. Like I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah. very nice voice. It's like soothing. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. As I'm screaming in your ear, I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's like keep talking. It's like ASMR. Ooh, <laughs> I know. I should do an episode with that. I should actually find an ASMR person and have them come on. We'll no, talk the whole thing. Stuff is, that stuff is pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, and also just like, you know, I mean, it's it's why <laughs> it is a different it's a different platform for sure but i i definitely want to do it I, I was actually talking to someone the other day about it because they're starting to do asmr so i'm actually pretty mm-hmm. interested i should have one guest on that we just talk the whole time like very you, you know like the yes, the yes, yes. <laughs> i love it well yeah. babe thank you so much for taking the time out today and we will see you on digital platforms yeah yeah, I'll, I'll be on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Guys Thank you guys for checking out our latest episode. I hope you were able to grab a bunch of takeaways and be on your way to be a successful digital entrepreneur. Remember, any successful entrepreneur has gained success through knowledge. So please like, comment, 
subscribe so you are the first to see and hear these episodes. Thanks, guys.